On today's hot sheet, I'm discussing pending home sales and Zillow's 2024 housing market predictions. It's a free format Friday, so I'll take your questions and your calls as well. It's December 1st, 2023. I'm Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Okay, happy Friday and good morning to everybody here on today's Hot Sheet, the only live daily housing show on the internet. We're having some fun here uh, in the Connecticut studio. Let me know in the live chat too which market you're tuning in from. We're having a little bit of fun here in the Connecticut studio. I'm pointing over at Bobby. Uh, if you want to check out some of the behind the scenes fun, go over to my head over to my Instagram at Byron Lazine on Instagram and just look at the stories. We're just having a little fun here in the bam editing room and uh and then here in the studio in our connecticut studio so uh if you missed the bam x promo that we were running up until last night don't worry code hot 10 percent off of bam x is back so you can still get uh 10 off of bam x here today and uh yes today is december 1st so the price did double already have people signing up for the double up on the price because it's a content rich game and we've been building there since april uh, we're not just telling people pontificating through paywall articles. All our articles on nowbam.com are free, right? So we're not pontificating on what you should do. We're actually showing you inside of BAMX how to get it done. Uh, so you can still get the low price by using code HOT. Uh, price will always go up uh, here into the future as we continue to add more and more to that platform. You'll be grandfathered in if you get locked in. So use code HOT to get 10% off of BAMX. Uh, what's not hot was October's pending home sales. According to NAR, National Association of Realtors, pending home sales fell 1.5% in October. Okay, with the constriction of transactions, of sales, uh, this was expected. So this doesn't come as any surprise if national media tries to make this headline out bigger than it is. Certainly make sure you inform your database otherwise if you're a real estate agent. Uh, the PHSI is at the lowest level since 2001. Pending home sales index dropped to 74.1 in October, making it the lowest level since the index was initiated in 2001. So, so that is, you know, certainly something you can't ignore. Okay, that pending sales and transactions. Uh, the index, the pending home sale index that NAR created in 2001 with a, with a level of 100 now being at 71.4 is at the lowest level we've seen since initiated. It speaks to how little inventory we have not only actively on the market, but that we have created over the last 10 plus years since the GFC. The regional breakdown of the PHSI, and we'll have this um, available for everybody inside of BAMX so you can just easily download everything that we talk about here on the hot sheet every single day all in one place. We give you those downloads in BAMX. Uh, the index sitting at 71.4 nationally month over month. That's down 1.5% on pending home sales. The Northeast comes in at 64.8. It is up 2.7% month over month. Northeast and the Midwest, which comes in at 73.8. Midwest performing better then uh, the country's average is 71.4 on the index, uh, which is down 0.4%. The Northeast and the Midwest have the highest constriction of 
inventory across the country. It's also why you've seen, we talked about it this week here on, on Hot Sheets, that's also why you've seen uh, values in those two locations pop up more significantly than you have in the South and the West, obviously down on home values year over year. If you miss any of the Hot Sheets, you can always go back and rewatch them here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. You can also re-listen to Hot Sheets uh, or get caught up on Apple Podcasts. Love for you to, if you love the Hot Sheet, love for you to consider leaving us a review on Apple. We're uh, looking to build up the Apple side for the Hot Sheet. South comes in at, South region comes in at 85.6. The South region, according to NAR, does include both Florida and Texas. So you've got really Southeast all the way over to Texas. Coming in at 85.6, so that south region, southeast region, uh, including Georgia and the Carolinas and Virginia, you know, some really strong real estate markets for residential real estate is outperforming the, the index across the country at 71.4 on pending sales at 85.6. Month over month, down 1.9%. The West comes in at the lowest, 51.8%. Month over month is down 6%. So Northeast and the West are lagging behind the rest of the country. Uh, the West, because you, you've seen also a decline in sales there, you've just seen a cooling off in that region of the country greater than the rest of the country. Northeast, it's more because of the inventory restrictions. That number could be closer to the national 71.4, which is still an all-time low since 2001. Um, so, you know, not, nothing to parade around about there, but the Northeast would be higher if not for the lowest inventory in the Northeast, uh, across the country. So inventory really holding the Northeast back. There is demand sitting behind, um, when will BAM camp be in 2024? I want to be there. Marissa, great question. We not only, I don't, I don't think I can, can I tease out the, you can tease it, but we didn't the all right. We've got BAM camp. Uh, obviously, we've got two BAM camps in 2024. We haven't released those dates. We have a kickoff year virtual event that is going to blow your mind. Um, by the way, BAMX members are going to be absolutely getting into everything at a huge discount. So that's the, one of the benefits of being a BAMX member, not just all the content that we're loading into the platform every single day, um, but also the benefit of getting in to all these events for free. We're going to release the event schedule soon. We've got two BAM camps coming up. We also have a mega, I'll just call it a mega event. All right. I can't give you the name of that one. Um, all right. Go, going back to the, to the deals here or to the, uh, to the lack of deals, I guess, or to the um, pending home sales just released by NAR year over year declines. Okay. Getting back into this. Pending home sales declined in all four U.S. regions compared to October of the previous year. Uh, I'll show you what where I'm looking at my notes here. The, this is what we this is what I have every day before we do Hashi. We've got two segments here. Um, it's a free format Friday, so jump in on your questions. I'm gonna bounce around as I do on Fridays. Free format Friday. Any questions you have from the week? But these are the notes that uh, we put together at BAM for each show we we do about 15 to 20 sometimes upwards of 20 plus segments we have these shows broken into segments here um 
of content every single week here, you know, topics, you know, every single week here on the hot sheet. We're considering taking these notes and releasing them to BAMX members, okay, so that you can say, hey, I'm going to do a weekly local show and pick maybe one or two macro topics here from the from the hot sheet, combine that with one or two topics uh, locally that are that are relevant. Uh, remember what Ivy Zellman says, right? We would never suggest that a real estate company should be successful without fully understanding local market trends. It's an obvious, you should know your local business better than anybody. But ignoring macro trends or assuming they do not carry the same weight would be an equally erroneous suggestion. In our experience, the most ex effective industry leaders ap appreciate the appropriate balance between the two ends of the spectrum. That's Ivy Zellman. There's a great article on Ivy Zellman and her thoughts on the market up on nowbam.com. There's also a, man, this is a true free format Friday because I feel like I'm uh, bouncing around like a, like a maniac today. There's also a great article on Ryan Serhant's eight predictions on the housing market. And it speaks to being knowledgeable on the macro trends. One of his major predictions here is there will be more national searches. Okay. So we're considering here dropping these, um, show notes each and every day into our BAMX members. So you can take it, use, uh, the same information and don't have to source it. Don't have to go out and put it all together. Okay. Uh, pending home sales, for example, declined in all four U.S. regions compared to October of the previous year. Year over year, the PHSI decreased by 8.5% across the nation. The decline in contract signings was attributed to the highest mortgage rates in October. So we've seen now for three weeks straight, let's see where it came in yesterday. We've seen now for three weeks straight, mortgage demand go up. So when we look at November's pending home sales, when we get that data in about a month, we might see this number bounce back up on pending sales because we've seen it bounce back up on mortgage demand here the last three weeks. Let's see where we are th this past week, according to Mortgage Banker Association. Um, mortgage application, uh, nope, uh, mortgage applications, here we go. So mortgage applications have now increased again in the latest MBA weekly survey. That is four weeks in a row. Mortgage applications increased 0.3% from one week earlier. According to MBA, uh, this week's including adjustment for the observance of the Turkey Day holiday. So they, they adjusted for that. Uh, the MCI, Market Composite Index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume increased 0.3% on a seasonally adjusted basis one week earlier. On an unadjusted basis, when you don't adjust, you go, you know, you're, you got a 33% decline compared. Um, they're adjusting for that Thanksgiving holiday is actually what they're talking about there. Unadjusted basis, the increase decreased 33% compared with the previous week. Um, the seasonally adjusted purchase index increased 5% from one week earlier. The unadjusted purchase index decreased 31% compared with the previous week. That's on the refi, uh, or that's on the purchase deal there. Mortgage rates decreased uh, for the fourth time in five weeks. So we've seen a decrease on these rates. Uh, there was a slight increase in applications overall, driven by a 5% increase in purchase applications. Refinance applications decreased. This is Joel Kahn, MBA 
uh, president and deputy chief economist rates have declined in more than 50 basis points over the past six weeks, which helped our spur in a small increase in purchase applications. But activity last week was still around 20% lower than a year ago. The purchase market remains depressed because of the ongoing low supply of existing homes on the market. It's also what's depressing the data that was just released by NAR on the uh, pending home sales. Okay, home sales are rising in places where inventory is available. This is uh, according to NAR's chief economist. Sales for properties priced above 750,000 were higher than a year ago because there is more inventory at this price than what we saw last October. Additionally, newly built home sales are up 4.5% uh, year to date. That's interesting. Sales for properties priced above 750 were higher than a year ago. If you go back to which day did we do the uh, the conforming the new con conforming loan limit on FHA? Find find which day we did that on on the uh, Hashi. Drop it into the live comments for anybody that missed that. I calculated the two numbers. If you're at five percent on conventional or three percent, th th this is a number you want to memorize for your buyers. Okay, that are in that price range. If a buyer wants an eight hundred fifty thousand dollar house, had a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar budget. There, there's going to be a gap between offers, between negotiation and, and what uh, they're offering and what the seller is willing to accept. Well, now with the loan conforming limit going up, um, it went up as much as 40 plus thousand dollars. We cover this all in the hot sheet. There is a number, a calculation that you can get to. Uh, Bobby will drop the video if you want to go back and rewatch that hot sheet. Uh, we were We were throwing it into the comments on that day, okay? So um, you can get up now to a total purchase price with 5% down over 800,000. So you can put 5% down and get up over 800,000 on the new conforming loan, much higher than last year, significant increase now, and you can get closer to being relevant on your offer and working with your buyers on having the appropriate offer if they're in that price range. And uh, Chief Economist here says from NAR that uh, they're actually seeing more sales in that price range. Where are you seeing the majority of the sales in your market? Love to know. Uh, what you may love to know is what Zillow thinks about the 2024 market because they have the most data in the marketplace, okay? They've got predictions from affordability to AI. Zillow's got six 2024 housing market predictions. Okay, here's number one, and this is what we need to help out with that pending home sale data. And we talked about this full articles on nowbam.com. You can go check it out. We've got no paywall on our articles. We've got no paywall on our late daily live shows, okay? We created BAMX so we could actually help you in your business and not pontificate, all right? If, if we're gonna pontificate, it'll be for free. That'll be, that'll be for damn sure. Zillow says increased inventory. More homes will hit the market as homeowners accept that mortgage rates aren't falling anytime soon. When we had mortgage rates go up to 7.37 at a top number in quarter four of 2022, it was a shock to the system. There was a lot of buyers that were like, what the heck, if I would have just bought earlier in the year, I could have been in the threes. Right in one year, you saw a pendulum swift swing from the threes to the to the low fours, 
all the way to 7.37. It's a huge, dramatic swing. Now, 2023, we've had a year where, yeah, in the beginning of the year, we did have that moment in time at 5.99 for those few lucky buyers that week that locked into that. But we've typically seen high sixes. We've been real accustomed to a seven handle. We've even seen an eight handle this year. So now where the rate has come down to in the low sevens, it, it's been more normalized. It's been 12 months of, you know, at any given time having a seven, seven and a half, even plus 30 year rate. So Zillow's point is that more homes are going to hit the market as the homeowners, those sellers accept that mortgage rates aren't following anytime soon. Because remember, a lot of sellers are buyers on the other side. They don't sell to live on the sidewalk. Most people sell to go get another home, a move up home, or maybe one level living, or in another location, going back to Sirhan's predictions of national home searches. I do believe in that. That they're gonna they're gonna sell their home to go buy another one. And if you're waiting for, you know, you can't wait you you if if you're if you're a parent, your kids keep getting older every single day. It's fascinating how how quickly it happens. Like boom, the end of the year, like, man, uh, these kids just don't stop getting older. It's it's like actually for for parents out there, it's like kind of depressing. Just stay a little baby, right? Um, they keep getting older every single day. So you can't stop the growth of the family. And the more you wait, the more you constrict the lifestyle that you might want to live. This is something that your clients are faced with, right? And so the longer they wait, the longer they're prolonging that happiness. There's other reasons, death, divorce, diamonds, diplomas, obviously that people are going to make a move. But some homeowners are just going to say, you know what? I'm gonna, I can afford it. I'm going to go get the right house. And this is what Zillow's predicting. Some owners are going to accept this mortgage rate reality. Uh, they will have been educated by you enough that rates are going to be higher for longer. The next three years, you know, the projections are that we're in the sixes, high sixes for the next three years. Potentially, Fannie Mae believes 2025 we're still going to be in the sixes. There are some that believe we'll get to the fives then, but that's not far off from where we are here in the low seven. So uh, increased inventory, which means a better, healthier market across the country if Zillow is right on that. Uh, Zillow economists expect people to get used to the fact that 2 to 3% mortgage rates are not coming back anytime soon. Uh, they've got five more projections. By the way, it's a free format Friday, so if you've got a question throw it into the comment. I'll, I'll handle questions um, after I rip through Zillow's predictions. And uh, I don't know if you want to flash the phone number. If anybody did want to call in, I know it hasn't been a crazy, insane week in real estate, but the number's down below, 203-548-0417. Happy to take your call on anything happening in real estate. Uh, home costs, home buying costs will level off. So, um, Zillow was at 6.6% home price appreciation. When the rates went up through eight, they adjusted down and they've adjusted down to uh, a nearly flat number now on home price appreciation in 2024. So in just the last 60, 90 days, they've looked at the data and they've said, okay, we thought 6.6% home price appreciation was going to happen in 2024. Rates are going to be higher for longer. We don't see a decline in home prices. 
but we do see a flattening out. Okay, however, home price forecast 2024 from Zillow are nearly flat with um, uh, th- there are some others obviously predicting single digit. Most are leaning back now towards flat. Um, there, there, there will be massive uh, drops in certain areas potentially for from Zillow's standpoint. The most affordable homes will likely still have a great deal of competition, of course. Um, the new starter home, Zillow has a prediction on what the new starter home will look like. It's hard to argue this one. The new heart starter home will be a single family rental. Um, I actually think the new starter home will, will be some of these, some of the brand new inventory, um, that's coming out in multifamily sector because of the amenities that's in certain locations. Of course, I get that, uh, single family rental right now, just based off of the numbers, if you were. If you were uncertain on where you're going to be living in three years, you should definitely be renting. This is the advice that I would suggest giving to, you know, people who are thinking about should I buy or should should I rent? I don't know where I'm going to be in three years. Well, you should rent. You're going to save significant amounts of money based on home prices and mortgage rates right now by going out and renting. And so Zillow's, uh, you know, saying that hey, because of the affordability issue. Uh, you're going to see high demand on single-family rentals. Uh, economists expect a slight increase in inventory, some breathing room, but not enough breathing room uh, to stop people from leaning into that rent. That's what Zillow says there on the new starter home. Number four, surging rental demand in downtowns. I don't agree with this one. More markets will follow New York City's lead with rental demand surging near downtowns. Demand for rentals in walkable downtowns will likely increase in 24. Um, they own easy street easy, uh, Zillow does. It's kind of like the Zillow of Manhattan. Shows a surge in demand for rentals with easy commute and access to downtown and Manhattan. Zillow foresees this trend spreading to other downtowns. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily, I, th- I think Manhattan's going to be fine. I, I called this before COVID. I said, Manhattan's going to be fine, man. It's New York city. People ain't ex. They're not exiting New York city. I, you can go back and get clips from me saying this on the real word pod from the start of, uh, of COVID, right? There are downtowns that are going to continue. We showed the data on the migration report yesterday in the Hashi. There will be downtowns like San Francisco that continue to have an exodus. Um, there's also the, the smaller cities that are within an hour of major cities, I think are going to continue to grow. I think a Stamford, Connecticut is going to grow at a faster rate that downtown than New York city, not bigger numbers because New York city is a lot bigger, but at a faster rate. Okay. Um, you know, I think these, these smaller cities that are within an hour of major cities, those are going to see the major pops. But uh, Zillow believes that you're going to see downtown's um, demand go up. And they're seeing the data on Street Easy. They'll probably be right, by the way, and I'll probably be wrong. They've got more data than I do. Competition for homes in need of TLC. I'm, I'm right there with you on this. We don't have enough new inventory to support demand. So you'll see... Homes that need TLC 
uh, th they'll be very competitive. Okay. And then they have an AI. Everybody needs an AI prediction, right? That's just the sexiest thing to do. And, uh, Q4 of 2023, artificial intelligence will enhance the home search experience. Um, and so, yeah, of course. Okay. Easy. It's just that that's just like, uh, let's get AI in the prediction mode for, for as good SEO. Uh, don't disagree with that at all. You can read up more on that on nowbam.com. Living in Tacoma, Washington, uh, we are seeing this. Tacoma, it's an area that is exploding. We can get a house for about 40% of a house in Seattle. So Tacoma, Washington is about a 30, 40-minute drive. Says living in Tacoma, Washington uh, drive, but it has all the amenities you need. I believe in that. I believe in the Tacomas of the world, uh, of the Stamford, Connecticut's of the world. In 2022, most relocation we did was sellers out of Seattle um, in 23, and most relocation was into Tacoma. I think you'll see more of this. There's other examples of this. Greenville, South Carolina was an example I gave earlier in the week. You're just outside of an hour of Atlanta and an, and, uh, an hour of Charlotte, okay? It's an area that if you research over the next 10, 15 years is going to have a population surge, a boom in population because people want and, and seek a smaller city with close location that... Um, that you you got all the amenities, new amenities, new product, new um, new product on the residential home, new amenities on uh, everything that you're shopping. And Sirhan talks about this in his prediction on nowbam.com, where it's that national home search, where it's if you only need to be in a major city, major metro, one day a week, or even just maybe a couple times a month, you're going to continue to see that boom. Um. So I don't know. What did Laura say about a helicopter? I want a helicopter. I don't know if, are we, Laura, are you battling living in Tacoma here saying a helicopter? It's only 30 minutes. I guess there's probably a traffic issue, right? That, that's, that's what you always got to figure in the traffic, but you should drive like Bobby. Bobby drove into Connecticut from Long Island today. At what time? 5 a.m.? Before five, you beat that traffic. So, so just, just get up earlier. Shout out to the 5 a.m. call for those of you that are on that. Um, all right. Uh, any, any other questions to wrap up free format Friday, Bobby? We're good. All right, guys. Uh, hope you guys had a great week. Appreciate you. 30. Oh, let's do, yeah, we'll do the 30 year fix here in just a second. Appreciate you tuning into another week of the hot sheet. Make sure you subscribe, hit the bell to this channel. Let's take an update here on where we're at as we go into 10 a.m. hour on the East coast on this Friday with the 10 year. We're at 4.343 right now. The stabilization has been a beautiful thing. Investors, the market feels good about where we are with inflation. That PCE report that we talked about in yesterday's stream was good. Uh, this is a good thing for how the 30-year fixed is reacting to market conditions. Yesterday, we came in at 7.15 after a 7.13 read the day before. We'll take this. This is consistent. This is consistently going lower. We love seeing this. Uh, the Freddie Mac 30-year fixed weekly came in lower than the week prior at 7.22. This is the stabilization lenders like. 
They, they don't want things changing every hour, every day. They want to be able to give a consistent, um, you know, approach to the, to the rate, to their buyers. They want to be able to give confidence to buyers that they don't have to rush. And we, we don't want to see the volatility that we saw when we headed into the 8%. Not to say that we won't, but I like, I like the downside of this mountain right here a lot more than I like the upside, okay? This is the most significant pullback we've seen um, since probably March of 2023. As it, you know, March, uh, we had that March the 2nd, um, you know, rate that topped out at 7.1, and then we had a pullback all the way to 6.16. This pullback, which topped out at, you know, eight, um, eight plus 8.03 has now pulled back to 7.13, 7.15. So we haven't seen a pullback on the 30 year fixed like this since March. Now we know what happened with March. It progressively got worse all the way up into, um, October of this year. Hopefully, we're going to see a trend going into January like we saw last January where we see a lowering of the rate. That's your hot sheet here for today and for the week. We'll be back, of course, next Monday. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, today at 2 o'clock over on at Knowledge Brokers YouTube channel uh, and Spotify and Apple, we'll be releasing a new Knowledge Brokers podcast with myself, Tom Tool, and Lisa Chinati covering all major topics for the week. Go over and hit a sub for that. And uh, check out the new pod there at 2. I'll see you guys next week. I'll see you at Knowledge Brokers this afternoon. Till then, toodaloo.